Hey, what's up, people? How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Jackson versus Jackson. So today, uh, my partner, his birthday, uh, AJ Jackson, my co-host, uh, his birthday is today. Happy birthday, my brother. So he is unavailable for this episode. Uh, he's doing his birthday thing, hopefully enjoying his best life. So I'm going to take this opportunity to talk about uh, some things that I want to talk about, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, so there won't be any back and forth between me and AJ. I know, I know you guys love that, but I am going to give you guys some value. Okay, so happy birthday, AJ. I'll see you next week. Uh, I'm Eric T. Jackson. So uh, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge uh, Texas A&M fan. So uh, with the college football season starting up this week, this weekend, and A&M's first game starting up next weekend, uh, right after this episode drops, I thought it was uh, important to go ahead and get this episode in. So I wanted to talk about Texas A&M's uh, QB situation, and then I'll uh, you know talk about uh, our frenemies, uh, the University of Texas. I'll talk about their QB situation. But uh, let's get started with the Aggies. Okay, so. Uh, to give you guys uh, you know, a little bit of context, uh, we got uh, three QBs battling for uh, the job. And the job is already won, but I'll let you guys know that a little bit later who won it. But we have three QBs battling for it. And uh, uh, they're very similar in stats, you know? Uh, so... You know, it was always uh, who, you know, could fit with uh, Jimbo Fisher's system the best, you know, in my uh, estimation. And so let's talk about uh, Haynes King, who is the incumbent, who's the starter last year that got injured halfway through the second game. And so uh, he missed the rest of the season. Uh, so he has four games to his name total, and two of them were played as a true freshman. And, uh, you know, they really don't count because he didn't have a whole lot of stats those games. So all the stats Haynes King had, uh, basically he got in a game and a half last year. Now, uh, he threw for 300 yards in a game and a half. Or less than a half, maybe. Uh, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Not a lot. But I'll say this. Like, the stats didn't really, you know, tell the whole story as far as what he could have become. You know, I uh, don't have any rushing yards on there simply because there weren't a lot. Uh, you know, he played Kent State and then half the game against Colorado. And... Wasn't a lot of rushing yards, but he is a, a running quarterback. That's the thing. 
you know, and that opens up all kinds of uh, play calling abilities and the offense as a whole. You know, he's a uh, he's been described as one of the the fastest guys on AM's football team. And so uh, he's very fast and, and elusive, but he's also very thin and 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 I mean he looks frail. <laughs> and he went to Longview High School, which uh I went to Marshall High School in Marshall, Texas. So Longview was our rival, you know, but I went way before him. But I'm very familiar with Longview. And uh, that's a big program, very good program for a very long time. So, you know, in order to to play there, just like in order to play at Marshall, you had to be something. You know what I'm saying? So coming to AM, you know, I mean, compared to, you know, the other quarterback, he he's he's he looks smaller, but he's faster, really good arm, you know, that type of thing. So uh, we expected him to win a job last year over Zach Calzada, which uh, it seemed like it went, uh, Jimbo allowed it to go longer than it should have. You know, <laughs> he kept saying that they're competing, they're close. So when he won the job, right, which was expected, then he got hurt. And then Zach Calzada played as bad as he did. But, like, how could this be close? Like, were you just bullshitting us or were they both this bad? Because <laughs> if Zach Calzada was better than the way he played during the season last year in camp, then how the hell did he regress so much, right? I don't know. So, Zach Calzada, real quick. Uh, terribly inconsistent. Uh, and yet, against Alabama, he started out 14 for 14. Like, what the hell? I, so... You know, but then against before Alabama, he was terrible. Alabama game, he was damn near perfect. Had to be for us to win that game. Then after that, he wasn't as terrible as he was before Alabama, but he still wasn't very good. Wasn't even average. And you never know how young guys can be one way in one instance and another way in another instance. You know, I mean, he's got a cannon for an arm. We know that. You know, he broke a couple of our receivers' fingers, but he didn't complete any passes. You know, uh, he never got the idea of touch on his balls. He never really gave catchable balls. Uh, they always seem to be rockets, you know. So he ended up going to Auburn, transferred, and – Auburn just named their starting QB for 2022. And drum roll, please. It is not Zach Calzada. It's uh, TJ Finley who transferred, uh, I want to say, from LSU. I didn't I didn't look it up, but that, I, I want to say TJ Finley transferred from LSU. He'll be the starter at Auburn this year. So Zach Calzada will be the backup. Maybe he'll transfer again somewhere. I don't know. Now, Haynes King, 
Not a whole lot of stats, but he's uh, very athletic, uh, very, very fast, and can throw. Okay? Uh, that that that, And he's the incumbent. Like, you always think they're going to give uh, more – you know, respect to the guy who was the start of the previous season, right? Over anybody else. All right. Next quarterback, uh, Max Johnson, who uh, Jimbo said uh, he recruited when he was at Florida State. Max Johnson ended up choosing LSU. He's an LSU transfer. He was playing at LSU. He was the quarterback that beat us last year when. I felt like Zach Calzada played well enough to win, but our defense let us down. Not only in LSU, but also at uh, Ole Miss. It it wasn't Calzada, even though he didn't play that well. It was the defense that let us down in both games. So instead of eight and four, we could have easily been ten and two going into a bowl game because the defense was the one was the glue that held us together. All season, and Zach Kelzada puts together a modic- a modicum of success in those two games, and the defense lets us down. That's how I feel about it. Uh, so uh, Max Johnson, last year he threw for uh, three thousand. No, this is. 18 games at LSU. I did both years because he played six games the previous year and 12 games last year. So in 18 games, a year and a half at LSU, he threw for uh, 3,900 yards, 35 touchdowns, seven interceptions, uh, 60, no, a 60% passer completion rating, right? Uh, Haynes Kings in limited amount of action was 62 Right. Uh, last year, though, Max Johnson was sacked 33 times. They were killing him behind that porous offensive line uh, that LSU had. And side note, the Texans drafted one of those offensive linemen, Austin Deculus. I mean, in the sixth round, but they still drafted him. You know, so hopefully the, the Texans stop making mistakes, but hopefully that's not one, but that's just a side note. Uh, so Max Johnson beat us. Uh, he played pretty darn well in his 18 games there. Uh, you know, uh, also another note, Max Johnson is the son of Brad Johnson, the quarterback for – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, the year they won the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, so he has a good pedigree. Uh, nice size, uh, nice arm, and from my uh, from my perspective, they're not bringing Johnson in because they sort of recruited him to come from LSU. Once he was in the portal, they, they, they went and got him, right? I mean, we needed competition, so I, I understand, but I don't think Johnson would sign on to come to AM unless 
Well, I didn't think he would sign one unless he had some assurances. You know, I'm not sure how many assurances they can give him other than, yo, this dude's skinny, been hurt. You know, come on, you'll probably win the job. You know, so I fully expect uh, Johnson to come in, win the job. Third quarterback, five-star uh, true freshman, uh, Connor uh, Wiegman, or Weigman. I've never really heard it pronounced Weigman, but it, tell, it might be. But I'm going to say Wiegman, E-I-G, Wieg. <laughs> that's my that's my English lesson for the day. So Connor Wiegman out of uh out of uh Bridgeland Christian Academy, something like that in Cyprus. Uh so it's, it's a private school, but they play uh under UIO rules and against UIO competition. So uh he's played against some good competition. Uh again, he's a five star. He was top 30 in the country. Uh, his stats from his senior year, 2,587 yards, 2,600 yards, basically, uh, 29 touchdowns, six uh, interceptions. I believe they went to the third round of the playoffs. Uh, 62% completion percentage, cannon for an arm. He can also run, but he's also a true freshman. And so it takes a while to learn Jimbo's playbook. So, you know, I don't expect him to win the job. I'm just saying. Uh, and I went to the spring game, and let's just say uh, he looked like a true freshman, right? Uh, Haynes King looked good. Max Johnson looked good. You know, uh, they, they had similar stats in the spring game. Uh, so... I think the competition is between those two. Jimbo has been uh, prolonging it, you know. Uh, so obviously they must be sort of neck and neck with this thing. But uh, it was just announced. And if you haven't heard already, you, you probably uh, know because this video will come out like a, a – a day before the game, and uh, Haynes King was announced the starter. He was just announced the starter this past weekend. Uh, again, I expected it to be Max Johnson, to be honest. Uh, and Haynes King won it, so I'm I'm happy. But again, even though he's 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 added about 20 pounds since uh, college, I know what I said in college since high school, he's added about 20 pounds. He still looks skinny to me. He still looks frail. But I want to say his foot injury was a Liz Frank, you know, and I just heard a report that usually when people have Liz Frank, they, they don't end up having another one. So that's a positive sign. But, you know, he's got to learn to get down. He's got to learn to run out of bounds. You know, you're athletic, bro. We get it. Get the first down and get down. We need you. We don't need you taking all these extra hits. Right? Don't prove to us how tough you are. Prove to us that you can last the full season. So, with the Haynes King at the helm, uh, the Aggies play Sam Houston State in their opener uh, September 3rd. 
just next Saturday. Uh, and I'll be there. Moving them on, baby. Uh, now, let's get into the University of Texas. You Aggie fans, commence to hating. And so we grew. I grew up an Aggie fan. My brother, uh, a Longhorns fan, right? Uh, I grew up uh, a, a Bears fan. My brother grew up a, a Cowboys fan. So you know, we always different. Uh, so I'm not hating on UT like other Aggies, you know. Um, and I'll just lay out the information and, and my thoughts and stuff. But uh, you know, I don't hate on them bad. You know, I don't hate them. Matter of fact, I want all the Texas teams to do well against everybody but AM and Stephen F. Austin, because that was my own. So, you know, I want them to do well against Oklahoma and, and you know, whoever else they play, Baylor, you know. But, uh, you know, other Aggies, no, lose. I hate you. The gut. And maybe that's from going to AM and being a student there and having all of that embedded in you. I never went, I was never a student at AM. I've just been a fan since seventh grade, a diehard fan since seventh grade. Uh, as I was in co uh, high school playing football, RC Slocum used to send me letters. And I still have those letters to this day. So that's the type of fan I am. Uh, when I met him at, at an AM game, in the parking lot, it was like I saw a ghost, you know? I mean, not just because he's white, but like something flashed before me, like I just didn't expect that. And and so, you know, that was one of the, uh, a big moment for me. So, you know, I'm a huge fan, like any other Aggie that went to AM. But I'm just not hating on UT and, and Baylor and Tech. I'm not. So, University of Texas and their uh, QB situation. So I'll, they just announced their starter as well. And their starter is Quinn Ewers. Ewers. It's crazy how we can't pronounce these two freshman names. <laughs> Quinn Ewers. <laughs> Connor Wigman. <laughs> so they chose the true freshman over the incumbent, incumbent, I should say. Hudson Card, right? Hudson Card uh, threw for, yeah, let's start with Hudson Card. He threw for, didn't play that much, but it looked like he had a decent, uh, they lost a couple of one-point games when he was in there, and the defense let him down, obviously, because they were, you know, shootouts. Uh, he threw for 600 yards. Uh, uh, five touchdowns, one interception. But he, he, you're right. He he was like a game manager. He didn't throw for a whole lot of yards, man. Five games, he was like throwing for 115 yards, you know, 100 and you know, 13 yards. Didn't have a whole lot of rush yards to speak of. So I guess he's not a dual threat guy. Uh, and uh, 61 percent completion percentage, but five touchdowns, one interception. So maybe. Uh, they were, you know, controlling the game, not calling anything that he couldn't do. Quinn Ewers uh, from South Lake Carroll High School, which is a big dominant 6A program up in the Dallas area. Uh, 
he signed and went to Ohio State. So he was at Ohio State, I want to say in the fall. Crazy. He, so this guy left school early, went to Ohio State January of 2021, stayed through January. In the fall, announced that he was leaving. And uh, UT, he ended up choosing UT because he didn't win the starting job. So that right there says a lot. You know, like if he didn't win the starting job at UT, first of all, they quarterback sucked. So if he didn't win the starting job, he, he probably did suck. Is, is that Hayden? <laughs> that might be a little Hayden. But if he didn't win the starting job at UT, he probably would have left UT. So it's like, what you going to do? Give it to a game manager or at least try this guy out. You know, this guy with the rocket arm and the number one quarterback in the nation. You know, that's what they did. Or that's what they're doing, at least. And I think it'll work for him. Sarkeesian is, is a, I mean, we all know the stories. He's never really been a, a great head coach wherever he's been. But he has been a great coordinator. But now he's both. He's a head coach and coordinator. So, you know, we'll see. The third quarterback that was in that competition was a brother named uh, Malik Murphy out of California. Uh, I thought he'd be a dual threat guy, which would add another element to his game. But looking at his rush yards, he had like less than 100 yards rushing his senior year. I'm like, oh, he must not be a dual threat guy, you know. At least from what I saw on uh, Max Press. So, uh, he did throw for 3,000 yards, but only 22 touchdowns and nine picks, you know. So, and he's a true freshman. So I'm sure he, you know, he probably was running third team the entire time. It was basically between uh, Hudson Card and, and EWERS. <laughs> we'll spell it. <laughs> and so Quinn. E-W-E-R-S wins the uh, QB battle at UT, okay? Uh, and we'll see how many games he wins for UT, you know? And if he can save Sarkeesian's job, because Sarkeesian's on the hot seat, no matter what UT fans want to think, Sarkeesian is on the hot seat, and he should be. Was last year's first year? Well, maybe he shouldn't be, but you know. Uh yeah. And if he gets hurt, well, it'll be interesting to see if they turn to Hudson Card or if Malik Murphy has passed it. Because Malik Murphy was another five star, even though he or high four star, even though he uh, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of rushing yards, you know. So It'll be interesting to see who they turn to uh, if Quinn EWRS is not performing well or if he gets hurt, you know. So uh, that's UT. That's that's uh, our little brothers, y'all. That that's our little step brothers. Like you you don't like them, but you know they they damn near family. They ain't blood, but they damn near family. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Uh, you know, you can hate them, but you know what I'm saying? But they damn their family. So long, long, you know, as long as you get the best of them, that's what matters. 
Texas A&M, turning to Haynes King. Uh, you know, every game we got to pray that this brother don't get banged up. He just feels thin to me, y'all. If you think differently, put it in the comments, man. But this brother feels real. You know, he don't he don't feel like he could take too much punishment, and yet he runs a lot. That's part of his game. You know, all you Aggies, man, let me know what you think. Uh, I enjoy talking Aggies. Uh, enjoy talking uh, sports in general. Uh, this is uh, the Jackson versus Jackson podcast. Again, I am minus my co-host, uh, AJ. Jackson, because uh, this is birthday weekend, so he out doing God knows what. <laughs> and I hope he having a damn good time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm Eric T. Jackson. Uh, you're listening to, you're watching the Jackson versus Jackson podcast. Hope you guys got value uh, out of this. Hope you guys enjoyed, uh, you know, what I had to, to say. Uh, you know, hit the like button, uh, comment, let me know what you think about AM's QB situation, UT's QB situation, both head coaches. Uh, I enjoy interacting with fans. I love you guys. I'm out. Peace.